bringing this to you from the cornfields of America's Midwest. This is David Lee and Leslie Kim. Welcome to America's Hot Pot. Thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, we ask this question. Is the American dream as real as it seems? In order for us to examine such a topic, we must reference our good old friend, the United States history. Let us begin by adding our ingredients to that hot pot. Observation number one, the American dream has been a fluid concept that changes with time. When we look back at the colonial period of North America into like the 1600s, the motive that appealed to many English settlers was this idea of social mobility. Unlike Europe, the New World seemed to provide opportunities even for the poorest of people. Fast forwarding to the 17 and 1800s, the American dream became a goal for the entire nation because if the American experiment succeeded, they all did. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men <clears throat> and women are created equal, that they're endowed to their creators with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The Declaration of Independence really highlighted this unity, and although it was more of a theory than a reality during the time, the American dream was technically for everyone. That is, if everyone meant white males. The American dream was officially coined in the 1930s by the dude named James Truslow Adams in his bestseller, Epic of America. What did it mean at the time? Well, Adams described it as that dream of a land in which life should be better and richer and fuller for everyone, with opportunity for each, according to ability or achievement. And this is where observation number two comes in. Social mobility was a large part of the American dream. This observation that Truslow made was popularized and it became a concept that really fundamentally shaped the first three centuries of America. It was this beacon of hope for all, both immigrants coming into the United States as well as the middle to lower class Americans that desperately wanted to believe social mobility was within their grasp. However, the scope of the American dream as a national goal really changed and evolved during the second half of the 20th century. Yeah, our current interpretation of the American dream likely spawns from the Cold War era, beginning with the mid-1900s. During this time, we saw many Americans embody capitalism in the free market economy to oppose the rising communism of the Soviet Union, present-day Russia. But before we dive into what that actually led to, let's talk about the concept of wealth. Observation number three, wealth wasn't always a part of the American dream. That sounds really shocking, but if we look at this historically over time, it does make sense. So during the Gilded Ages, from the late 1800s to the early 1900s, industry was booming in the US, and the lines between the rich and the poor were getting even further apart. So a lot of the general American population, which were laborers, desperately hated the rich, and being rich was actually a very un-American thing. The increasing wealth gap was seen as anti-democratic because it promoted this social inequality. In the late 1900s, the American dream was now in the hands of corporations. They molded and defined the dream as a marketing tactic to encourage Americans to buy housing or other products in order to achieve this corporate-defined perfect American life. And now getting wealthy was part of achieving it, still very much is today. If we rewind the clock a little bit back to a brief period 
During the 60s and the civil rights era, the American dream had once again pivoted to speak towards minorities that had been historically neglected. This is where observation number four comes in. The American dream gets redefined for people of color. One of the highlights being Martin Luther King Jr.'s 1963 I Have a Dream speech. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Yeah, so as you heard, the speech really reflected what the American dream meant, or what it was supposed to mean. Equality and social mobility, regardless of who you were or what background you came from. Especially throughout the civil rights movement achieved, the American dream finally felt less far away, especially for minorities. Essentially, what we're seeing is that the American dream historically shifted away from being this nebulous national goal in order to make the American experiment a reality to becoming individualized and a hope and a dream that really varies depending on who you ask. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to our dinner table discussions. Now that we've added all of our delectable ingredients, it is time to stir that hot pot, prepared by the most marvelous and incredibly qualified chefs, us. We've created some interesting questions that we're going to be talking about today, starting with, is the American dream real? Take it away, Leslie. I think it depends on what we're talking about in terms of like reality. So for me, when I think of, is the American dream real? The concept as like we've already talked about through this entire like uh, first part, it's definitely a real concept. Is it a reality for people to achieve it? I don't think so. In America, what we see is like um, people of color and especially those below the poverty line, those impoverished and even like lower middle class. I don't think they have the same opportunities to not only do they not have like the same opportunities, but I think that um, they just the American dream isn't always a reality for them because of that systematic like oppression or those barriers that has been historically like set up for them to make it difficult for them to reach there. Yeah. So uh, one thing to add there, even though you got most of it, uh, I think is when we talk about the American dream, right? The core value that we've mentioned today over and over uh, in our episode is that this idea of equality and the ability to achieve any goal according to the po- according to your ability to work to like according to your passion and according to your i guess like work could, ethic could, yes work ethic but which but, is what like Truslow said mm-hmm. it's just not possible for everybody right because there are circumstances, there are environmental like distractions that mm. everyone has. Everyone has to deal with, but some people more than others. And even if they are such hardworking people and they have a passion and they have that work ethic, it, it just doesn't work out that way sometimes. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, when I think of like the American dream, I guess it can also depend for different people. Like I 
personally, when I think the American dream, I think of like a suburban, a nice two-story house. You have like a family, a car, no debt, which isn't the reality for a lot of Americans, but that's kind of like the dream I think of, right? And I'm not talking about the American dream where it's like a get rich, be the next like Steve Jobs kind of American dream, (laughs) which I know for some people, I bet it is. But um, when I think of that, it seems almost reasonable, but it's also something that is, you're right, very out of reach for um, a lot of people. Well, okay, so leading from like everyone else to you specifically, do you think it's within your reach? Yeah, so it's interesting because, well, first of all, we like come from two different backgrounds, so we might like view this a little differently or the same, I don't know. Um, The American dream for me is definitely real, but it's not something that I actively believe in. So I think that the idea itself or the way I described it is definitely within reach because I am a very privileged middle-class Asian American family and when my parents immigrated here I'm sure the American dream was also very real for them but in my circumstances it's more like because I'm so privileged the American Mm -hmm. dream is more of a like a standard and expectation of living rather than something that seems so out of reach and like difficult if that makes sense yeah my 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 history is a little bit different Because I came to America in uh, 2011, so that was nine years ago. And even though, like, I guess I didn't really understand everything because I was in first grade. And I probably still don't understand everything today. It's just that right now, as I look back from this moment, I see that there was an incentive for uh, my parents and us to come to America. And that one of those incentives was the American dream. This possibility that either they or their uh, future generations like us, that we could achieve this American dream and the things like you said with uh, suburban housing and stuff like that. And even if a lot of the immigrants don't achieve it in their lifetime, that incentive is still there. And that's why we see about a million people immigrating into the United States every year. I absolutely agree. It's definitely like a pull factor. Like America is a very um, incentivizing place to be in terms of like global position and also like the opportunities and the reputation it's been giving, even like even today, if it's no longer really true. And if we kind of pivot the American dream to what it means to today, um, I think, right, we're seeing something kind of different where the American dream like it's still like a dream right but when we have like in this generation the idea of like dreamers during like obama's administration Mm -hmm. um the american dream has become something that i think the youth are beginning to take back as like no we shouldn't have to just dream dream. right exactly it should be a reality that everybody is entitled to Yeah. yeah exactly so interesting point there And I guess that means, you know, our future seems a little bit more brighter than it has been the year of 2020. So I guess uh, it's just something to look forward into, like our generation and the next generation that, yeah, this hope that everybody is going to be able to actually dream of equality, dream of a life in which they don't have to suffer 
for the things that they should be granted. Right. And as movements continue, hopefully it will become more than a dream and an actual reality for some people. But I think this is a good place to end our podcast. And so we'll see you all on the next episode of America's Hot Pot. Thanks for tuning in.